today's Leading Women episode 644 with the wonderful Kelly Fellis. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Kelly Fallis. Kelly Fallis is the founder and CEO of online furniture platform RemoteStylist.com. Founded in 2009 by Kelly, this online furniture platform provides access to 350 plus brands, a dollar shipping in the United States and Canada duties included, and free stylist help. With over 15 years tenure in finance, sales, operations, technology, project management, real estate, and home renovations, Kelly's range of expertise now includes e-commerce, logistics, importing slash exporting, integrated partnerships, and big data as well. Kelly is a leading authority on small business and regularly quoted as an expert on home decor trends, including feature articles in the New York Times USA, Inc. Magazine USA, National Post in Canada, Toronto Star in Canada, and on HGTV Canada, among others. To learn more, visit www.remotestylist.com. Again, the link is www.remotestylist.com. Women of the world, Miss Kelly Fallis. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Kelly, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Remote Stylist. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide the conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment any time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind it, Niche? Yeah, um, I think the internet has only recreated so many um, of the offline problems. So, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody needs to live somewhere, whether they rent or they own. And, um, you know, their budgets could be big and they could be small and it doesn't doesn't matter. And none of those things matter, you know, whatever style you choose or or how much money you want to spend. At the end of the day, you have one problem and that is you need some sort of furniture. So it could be a sofa, it could be a table, it could be a lamp, it could be a blanket, it could be a bed. Uh, And... um, 
basically you go online and we're inundated with information. We're completely time starved, uh, no matter what we're doing. And um, the the options, you know, you, they're just you're overwhelmed completely. So most people have either spent you know ten hours going from store to store to store, or you know however many hours online. And um, I just started looking at this problem as the internet sort of creeped up in in two thousand and five, and realized um, you know the last thing we needed was another e-commerce platform um, that was going to rely on manufacturers to ship furniture to doors and um, we basically created this online platform and, and I'll elaborate later it hasn't been without its um, you know pivots and, and journeys in, in, uh, in figuring out exactly how to make it work but um, the general concept is that uh, people need and want help and not everybody wants to hire a designer because you're not banging down walls or doing whole rooms at once um, so the whole the whole concept of a remote stylist is that we have free stylists who you can literally say you know I'm looking for a white sofa or I saw a picture in this magazine or this website and I want that lamp um, that sort of thing and they will basically go and do the sourcing for you so they will we have a huge database of product and um, the ability to obviously ship it as you said and basically they will go and shortlist 10 great options for you and um, you know they'll do that it could be overnight it could be within an hour it just depends on your time frame Mm, love what I'm hearing about your business, how the idea came about, what are you doing, what the, the niche that you actually carve out, really, really helpful, I'm sure, for a lot of us um, uh, in there that you're also providing the, the help, the support and advice in terms of styling. So great that you have this one out there, but what continues to inspire you in doing this business? I think there's just so many issues. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest issues in shopping, it doesn't really matter what it is, online is you find all these great ideas. You're so inspired. You know, you followed whatever link that's ended up in your inbox or on your website and you get so inspired, you get so excited and then you get so deflated because you cannot get it to your house either. You know, you go through and go through 20 pages and put things in a cart and then realize, you know, the shipping costs are more than the actual product costs or perhaps they don't ship to your area or perhaps, you know, you're going to get some to your door and have the the UPX or UPS or the FedEx guy say, okay, that's going to be fifty dollars in duties, you know, cash on delivery. I need the payment now. You know, all these sort of experiences, um, you know, from start to finish of finding something you love to actually getting it to your door. Um, it, it was it's so complicated, and there's so much disappointment at the end of the day, and nothing seamless. So um, we're really inspired by helping people. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody wants to walk in the door and have a fabulous looking space. And as I said, that looks like a lot of different things to different people. Um, but at the end of the day, we want to make that process easier. And um, every every sort of inefficiency we can take out of the process really inspires us to keep going. Mm, all right, so making or helping people have fabulous spaces in their homes and helping them helping them with a process that is easier and make, making it a whole lot easier and enjoyable for them. What an inspiring vision that you have there. Thanks for sharing that. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share, listeners, what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Um, I think three things. One is I, I have a very curious nature, and um, before I had this online platform, I it was actually in finance many moons ago and, and hated being strapped to a desk, um, having to ask for bathroom breaks because I was trading stocks. And uh, I basically segued into um, real estate and staging homes, getting them ready for sale. And I just after moving 750 families, I just saw the chaos. I mean, these people could have been moving down the street, and it was just it was it was sheer chaos, a total nuisance, you know. And it's always in addition to whatever 
whatever else you have going on in your life. So, you know, you may be working, you may be a mom, you may be busy, and it, it's just, it's one more thing that um, you're trying to figure out. So I think I always had a very curious nature and um, really didn't take no for an answer. So um, when we started this in 2009, when we started Remote Stylist, I mean, it, it originally was far more design oriented and we were, you know, selling packages to do your whole room and all that sort of stuff. And as I said, it, it pivoted a few different thousand ways. But I think everything, you know, the journey that we've been on has led to because of my um, sort of curious nature and and um, almost, you know, I, I won't take no for an answer. So um, determination might be, the, might be the part B to that one. Um, I think the other thing is, um, you know, in order to become successful, you've got to fail and you got to do it quickly and you got to be able to get back up and, and keep going. Um, so I've had my fair share of those. And honestly, I, I look forward to the next failure because you just learn something out of it. Uh, and lastly, I mean, I think that, um, you know, just being extremely resourceful. So, I mean, on an average day, I'm dealing with borders and shipping companies and uh, warehouses and, you know, de developers and data people and, you know, manufacturers and consumers and all these things. And I think, um, you know, being able to, to sort of multitask and, and, you know, always sort of have the, the, what I'm trying to accomplish in mind, the, the short term goal. Um, you know, it's not about what happens in six months or three months or 90 days. I wish it was, but, um, it's about what happens today and tomorrow. So, um, you know, just being able to frame things and, and that thing and, and make it easier for everybody. All right. So that's uh, curiosity, determination, and resourcefulness. Great personal qualities here that Kelly just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt these qualities or these traits into our lives and into our business. So having that curiosity attitude, determination, and resourcefulness. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? So um, the first one it was a factor of the times. I mean, I think people are only getting more comfortable buying furniture online now uh, than, you know, in 2000. And I mean, I started the concept in 2007, really launched it in 2009. And, um, you know, I think the first one was just sort of a product market fit. People, we were way ahead of the market and people weren't ready to do it. Um, we also, as I said, started in much more of a design capacity. That's not the issue. There's lots of great designers out there that can help everybody online or, or offline. Um, you know, the, the real problem that we attack is sourcing. You know, I saw that picture. I saw that lamp. I saw that link. How do I get it to my door? That's what we focus on. So um, I think the first one was really, you know, product market fit. And it took us about a year. Um, to figure out that, you know, this sort of, uh, I'll lump it into online design and there were about six different little variations on it, but that wasn't the real problem. Um, so again, you have to get out there in order to figure these things out. You got to throw it, throw it out there and see what sticks. Um, and you know, your, your business to sort of follow it. It's a very natural transition. And I think entrepreneurs get so caught up in wanting to make it perfect and this and that, and you know, right off the get go. I mean, I remember my first website I spent 10 grand on it was purple and within two months I hated it, you know, so it's like just, just get it up there, slap it up, throw it up, you know, see if your idea is, is good. That's sort of, you know, the first thing you come through. Um, the second challenge happened, uh, for us in about the second and a half to going into the third year 
um, we really started to get a lot of traction um, because we had a much better product market fit. And um, this uh, this challenge was that um, basically as the start cash started coming in and we started to get you know busier, lots more clients, um, we had huge problems on the uh, shipping side. We basically were completely naive and thought that manufacturers should ship products and UPS and FedEx and that is not how we ship big furniture, but literally I'll use that because it's, it's, it's more commonly known um, than you know the 60 plus carriers that we use. But basically uh, we, we'll let everybody else ship for us. Um, that was a huge fail. So um, literally, uh, we had to go back and spend two years, one in borders and one, and one in uh, one in shipping lanes, and literally architect our own uh, logistics network. So that was huge. Not many entrepreneurs are necessarily going to have to do that, but um, you know, it was a huge challenge, and, and that's what we ended up doing. The third one was um, the stylist. So we actually have stylists who. A lot of them have design backgrounds. They're located around Canada, you know, remotely around Canada and the states. Hence the name, remote stylist. Um, and essentially, um, they uh, we had them all in house before, um, and now they they operate on part time basis on their schedules, in addition to whatever else they're doing, and um, trying to figure out how to uh, sort of foster that network and get get it to grow without. Um, you know, having to actually physically um, onboard every single one uh, was a huge, a huge challenge for us. So um, we actually created a stylist training program and that uh, resolved that issue as well. So those have been the three to date and there's been thousands of little ones, but those are kind of my big three. Mm, yeah, huge challenges and lessons that you've just shared with us. And the good thing is that when we are sharing our challenges and the lessons that we learn, we are also learning from each other. So thank you for sharing those with us. Let's learn from how uh, Kelly overcame this challenges so that when they do happen to us, we now know what to do. Right, uh, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this? in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business. I struggle with this so much to this day. I certainly haven't mastered this, um, but I'm doing I'm doing much better than I was. I mean, in the beginning, it was sort of, you know, far more than 24-7, and, um, and things, you know, I was having trouble walking my dog, um, you know, who needed to go out, so... Um, I think I think actually getting a pet, um, which I recommend for a whole lot of other reasons, was one of my secrets. Um, just because the dog needed to go for a walk, and I had to take it. So um, you know that was that was one of my little little things. But I've gotten to the point now where I can kind of turn it off on a weekend. You know, just sort of read emails, but not really do anything until Monday morning. Um, so I, I think um, you know it, it just comes down to priorities, and obviously you have to have a, a family in an environment where um, you know you've got a ton of support, and, and I'm thankful for mine every day. But um, you know, in terms of in terms of tips, I think there's three things um, that have probably helped me. One is have dedicated offline hours. I mean, if you're in an online business, even just your inbox going on in the background of your computer, um, just 
make take an hour. Like don't make it anything anything really crazy. Uh, but just have an hour a week where you have a project and you are not going to get distracted by what's going on online. Um, that one was a huge one for me. It works out really well. Um, the uh, as for like trying to schedule your week, the rest of it I, I still haven't mastered. Um, the, the second one is, um, you know, take time for yourself. Like again, you're an entrepreneur in the early days, you don't get a lot of time. Um, but I think that, you know, as I said, the dog or, or, you know, if you want to go to the gym or you want to do some sort of mental, uh, sorry, not mental physical activity, I think that's really good. Um, and the third one I think is not just for entrepreneurs, but, um, you know, dinner, dinner with your family every single night, um, you know, and family members can, can come and go and, and, uh, and, you know, everybody's on different schedules, but I think that sort of daily digest just back in reality, taking you out of your work life is, uh, is huge. Mm, love those tips that you shared with us. Having a dedicated offline hours, huge, huge, huge. Taking time for yourself, making it a point to spend, to have dinner with your family every night, making it a rule uh, in your house uh, that you have dinner, that you spend dinner with the family, all the family together. I mean, simple rules that we can implement that would help us at least uh, have this balance in our life, not just business, but all uh, our personal and family life as well. So great tips here that Kelly just shared with us. Let's integrate and incorporate them in our day-to-day activities. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? I think success is learning to me. Um, it, it's really simple. As I said before, those goals, like you think you're starting a company and you're like, oh, I'm going to have this by you know year one and I'm going to be here by year two. And like as you go through it, you realize that that's not how it happens. You're not, you might be in the driver's seat, but you can't control the time frame. Um, so I, I think success for me, and, and it's a huge part, as you just said, um, of just uh, you know keeping the ball moving and constantly being uplifted and motivated and energized um, is really just learning. And it could be something of learning. I remember the day I learned how to code, and that was huge for me. I didn't have to rely on somebody else to change my website colors. Um, you know, it, it's it's all those little little things. Um, you know, I. I I, in this process of having to deal with the logistics and, and, you know, sort of peel back the layers, peeling back each layer, I learned something about, you know, how um, screwed up for other, another wise word um, the shipping industry is. And, you know, figuring out that, like, sort of how it should work, um, that was, you know, that was a, a, a measurement of success. So I, anything that I can learn, I am, um, I, I feel successful at. Mm, yes, well, I love your perspective uh, on success. And yes, you know, at the end of the day, what truly makes us happy is that being the, the knowing that we are able to do what we 
we love doing. We are able to impact others because of what we do. We are able to afford that freedom, that lifestyle, the income, the impact. Uh, that, uh, that That's a benefit of being in business. Great perspective there. Now, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you head at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? I say this all the time and this is so easy. Um, so the first thing is when you're starting, you're going to be your own your own nightmare. You're going to be your worst enemy. You're going to be your worst judge. It, honestly, get your concept out there. I have had entrepreneur after entrepreneur be like, oh, I'm working on my business. I'm working on my business. I'm working on my business. I had somebody the other day who was like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just getting, I'm researching social media. And I was like, forget research. Try it. Do it. And then your, your audience Whoever, whoever is on your Facebook page will tell you whether they like it or not. You'll be able to see what's working or what's not by the likes or maybe the dislikes if they come out with that button. Literally, just do it quickly and get it out there. Um, tip two, which launches into that, is do not spend a lot of money. Um, you literally are, I mean, I say to this day, five years into this company, um, and I don't even know, 13, 14 years into company two, it literally, um, you know, it, it, it's literally like I'm a startup every day. I will never, ever, ever not say I'm a startup because I'm constantly trying new things. Um, so, you know, if something doesn't work, as I said before, you fail, you, you give it sort of a 60-day run. If it doesn't work, get rid of it, try something else. Um, so, uh, you know, I think those two things, just do it, one, and which I think is Nike's slogan, um, and secondly, uh, fail fast are, are huge. Um, the third one is get help. And literally, uh, I think as females, I, I don't know what it is, uh, you know, if you put us in a room, we'll all automatically talk to each other. But for some reason, when, you know, we're behind the hiding behind our computers or whatever we're doing, um, it feels really isolating and it feels really alone. And there's so many moments when you're like, what do I do? What do I, you know, who do I call? That sort of stuff. There are great platforms out there. Um, Clarity.fm is one of my favorite ones for connecting with other people um, and asking, you know, the experts questions. Like, don't waste an hour of your time going like, okay, how am I going to solve this problem? Just ask somebody else. They're going to tell you. They're going to, and, and if you ask me, I'll tell you exactly what I did and what not to do to sort of expedite your journey to get to the right answer. Um, so literally, uh, you know, the world's your oyster. You can connect with anybody on the world thanks to the internet. And, uh, and literally, I mean, people are happy, happy to answer questions and, and use examples of, of their paths and what you should, and it'll probably come out in a way that it's like, don't do this. <laughs> Here's what I suggest you don't do. And, um, you know, by that you'll have filtered out what you should do. 
Mm, so the three tips that Kelly just shared with us, oh, I love them. So the first one is just do it. Second one is to fail fast. Three is get help. It can be simple and succinct as that, but it's huge. Really absorb and digest those tips that Kelly just shared with us because it really speaks a lot. And great explanation, great that you elaborated those. So let's take action on them today and I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. Last but not least, Kelly, share our listeners that one woman out there that you admire the most and why. Oh my goodness, this is such a such a loaded question. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know that there's just one woman. I'm so inspired by all the women out there that are doing cool things. Um, and there's so many great concepts and I just, I really enjoy, um, you know, chatting with other ones and finding out, you know, what they're doing and, and how we can all help each other. Mm. All right. And uh, lastly, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you? And then we'll end from there. Ah, so remote stylists, I mean, I think the, the value proposition is that you don't have to waste your time searching around the internet for the lamp, the chair, what have you. Just go on, become an RS Insider, connect with the stylist, tell them what you need, and they'll do it for you. So, um, you know, remotestylist.com, it'll direct you to, to where you need. Um, in terms of where you can connect with me and learn more, um, I obviously you can go to remote stylist, but I've I've. I've, I've I've just started periscoping, so um, I do a lot of uh, small business startup tips, etc. So you can follow me there uh, at Kelly Follis as well. All right, so that's www.remotestylist.com and make sure to connect with her. And if their products and services resonate with you, this is such a genius idea being able to have this all in one place getting your furnitures and stylist and support and help as well with your styling needs so go there now at www.remotestylist.com again you can connect with Kelly through her social media as well by going through her website at www.remotestylist.com And for our international audiences, if they want uh, um, styling help or like those, how can they uh, um, connect with you? Um, They can literally, I mean, for the remote styles for furniture, I mean, we ship around the world. It's just not a dollar duties included Canada and the States. So anybody can can go there. And uh, otherwise, I suggest connecting with me on social, LinkedIn, Twitter, Periscope, Instagram, etc. And reaching out. There you go. Right. So there you heard, you heard that, right, for our listeners out there who are international. Um, yeah, connect with them. They ship international as well. And uh, yeah, connect with her via her social media as well. Again, that link is www.remotestylist.com. Kelly, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. That was really fun. I'm glad I got to share. Thank you so much for having me. Thinking of starting a podcast? 
seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.